With the new year coming up, I want to just take some time to wish you a wonderful new year. One that is fruitful, but filled with outward and inward expressions of yourself in the world. Either creating, doing, helping, building, working, regenerating, connecting, replenishing, whatever else it's important to you. And find balance with this continuous process of inner growth towards inner peace, compassion, courage, and unconditional positive regard towards yourself and others. And today, I want to focus on setting intentions in the new year. Because as we start the year, it helps to have intentions. Now, sometimes people like to go through a full process to do that. That's great. Now, I find for some people that works and for some, it doesn't because sometimes those, they feel like we're setting in stone those, these goals and we're making them pass or fail. And then that can give us into a loop of feeling unsuccessful and failing. You know, it might be fine for a few weeks or a few months, and then we go back to our patterns and we don't want to get into a cycle of negativity. So my favorite process is very simple. It's going to take a few minutes if you want to hang in with me and you can come back to re-listen to this. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year. You can listen to this later and think about intentions and goals for next year more like a direction. When we have a journey, we can literally go in many, many places. So what is that journey? Where is it going? To the left, to the right, in front, to the back? We have so many options nowadays in our century. So it helps to be aware of the general direction. So at least we're moving somewhere. And what's most important is that they're connected to your values and what's really meaningful in your life. And I want to bring it one extra layer, but I also like to think of what my values are in the light of eternity. This might sound really bizarre, but Christians, we hold this belief that we're meant for eternity. And with that in mind, with the end in mind, how do we want to live our life? So let's go through a quick exercise to help you identify your main goals. And what I invite you to do is to don't overthink about this, but just allow your intuition, your inner wisdom to kind of come up with its truth as you're hearing me asking three questions. And then I'll I'll give you more guidance. Now, if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul, and I bring a unique blend of psychology, science, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith, and I'm really passionate about helping you regenerate and renew daily on the go today while you keep on giving for the betterment of humanity. So here's my favorite way to set goals and intentions for next year in a quick way that is not over elaborate. Again, if you love elaborate ways of setting goals for next year, go for it. There's so many programs out there. This is not me. I've never really appreciated that and more intuitive that way. So for me, those big programs don't really work, but they have their value. So if you prefer that, this is not your little short nugget right now. But if you are curious about a, a quick way to do that, here it. Stay with me. Here they are. 
Step number one, think right now, just you can close your eyes, we'll keep them open, just think of your top three to five values in your life. Don't overthink, whatever just comes to your mind. I'll just be quiet for a few seconds. And as you have clarity, you can just jot them down in the chat right now. I'll give you some examples. For me, some of my top ones, altruism, honesty, connections with people, value them, value their dignity, respecting them, and myself, an unconditional positive regard. What is it for you? Just type in the chat. You can always come back to your chat and retrace your answers. All right. Now, number two, question number two. If you need more time, just pause me. Write down, in an ideal world, how would you like to spend your day-to-day existence? Now, this is not a mathematical formula, but think in terms of big chunks of your day. How do you like to spend your day to be in alignment with your values? And I like to think of four areas now of life. Now, some people have seven or eight or 10. I like to keep it simple so I can remember them. So what percentage of your time in an ideal world would you like to spend with your vocation and work? Number two, how much spending time in connections with family and friends and other people? Number three, Percentage of time you like to spend with doing your hobbies and things that you love. And number four, what percentage of time in a day would you like to dedicate to your regeneration, spending time with your true self, your soul, and the divine? So again, spend some time right now brainstorming, allow things to bubble up, don't overthink here. And I'm going to repeat the four areas and you can put them in the chat so you can retrieve them later percentage of time in a day that you like to spend time with vocation and work number two relationships number three doing things that you really love activities that you enjoy your hobbies and other things and number four percentage of time you want to spend with your soul and the divine with god don't overthink write them in the chat and pause me if you need more time all right so now that you've identified the percentage how you like to spend your time to be aligned with your values that you just wrote a few minutes before look at your answers and just pick from all those four areas what is one area the top one that you would like to focus more in this coming year and you would like to do some changes slowly right to bring that more into your life and now you're you might be already thinking or you might be blank so i'm just going to give you some examples if you need some time to actually you have already the ideas and you want to write them in the chat just pause me If you want some examples, I'll give you several. It might be that you want to spend more time with your family, let's say. What can you change in your rhythm? Sometimes shifting things around can allow you for extra time. And I'll give an example. When my kids are very small, I wanted so much to spend time with them. I just love hanging out with them in the afternoon. 
and I had to commute and coming and hitting traffic, you know, leaving at five, hitting traffic, coming home tired when it was time to dinner, and then, you know, just getting the bad routine. That did not sit right with me. So one of my intentions was how to spend more time with them in the afternoon. And lo and behold, my brain kind of the creativity jumped at some point, And this thought occurred to me, well, if I could only start my work early, because when first thing in the morning, I'm much more able to focus at work and I can be more productive. Oh, an hour in the morning, it's actually like two hours for me in the afternoon after four o'clock. So what if I can change my work schedule? I had to do a little bit of negotiation, mind you, but it worked. So I started really early. By 3.30, I was done because I also negotiated to cut my lunch from an hour to a half an hour. So I was able to be done at 3.30. Ah, that was so amazing that I could be home by 4.30. My commute was about an hour. I didn't have any traffic and I could be with my kids at home. So that was a creative goal that I worked through. I didn't have the solution right away, but I had the intention. Here's another example. Let's say you want to create more time for your hobbies, for your things that you love or enjoy, or for your renewal, or time with God, or maybe it's for writing or singing, sports, whatever it is. Think about what can you cut down safely, even for 15 minutes, so you can allocate 15 extra minutes for your whatever you love doing. And sometimes I like to think of transition times. This is what I like to think. How can I cut down in the transition times? Because this is where I waste time. Or maybe you want to invest more in your vocation or work, right? What else can you cut? Could be 15 minutes, half an hour, so you can spend more time in your vocation. Again, could be some of those transition times, or maybe you're mindlessly playing uh, games or, or watching TV. There's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, instead of doing this for an hour, two or three, maybe you can cut down a little bit so you have extra time for investing in your vocation. I'll give you a few more examples. How about your health? For example, you might want to cut some weight or exercise. Let's say for both of them, you would need some time, right? If we want to cut and decrease some of our weight, we might need to think of eating healthy, which means we need to invest 15 to half an hour, 15 minutes to half an hour every day or every few days to shop better, to prepare for meals, make choices when we shop, right? Or maybe it's the exercise. So what can we cut down? Again, think transition times or times where they're not really beneficial to you. Or maybe you want to do more self-care. For example, balancing your emotions, thoughts, body reactions, creating space for one-to-one, let's say, either doing therapy or coaching. Oh my goodness, it's an investment for the future. It's amazing. I've started that a while ago and I keep doing it because I get better and better and I'm a better human being as I'm doing that. Or maybe if I find some group experiences, group therapy or group coaching, or maybe you're processing, you can find ways to process grief or learning to regenerate, right? Those are pockets of time that you can invest in in order to really spend time in this area and and heal and and improve yourself. And you want to think of cutting something else, but we need to be strategic about it a little bit every day. And my last example, which might surprise you or maybe not, finding a partner. Sometimes if you're looking for a partner, a life partner, 
for many people, it's kind of like by chance. Let me just go in all sorts of places and, and get to meet people. But actually, it might require you to be a little bit more intentional. In the same way, we're looking for work. We don't want to leave to just a coincidence, such an important decision, whoever's going to cross our path. What is it actually that you look at a partner? Can you get clarity around that? Can you do the search and go into places where you increase your chances for your, to find your partner? And I'm actually thinking of creating a course, a mini course about that. So stay tuned. I've actually practiced those steps several with myself and with others, and it's working. It's really cool. Anyway, lots of ideas. So if you want to take more, a little bit more time, you can pause me, write in the chat what your goal might be or in a piece of paper, and then come back when you're done. So clarity is golden. Because once you're clear, our brain works in such a way that it's going to come up with solutions spontaneously as you go through the day, once you send your intention. So look again, decide. You might be that person that already know, okay, I have to do this. This is my goal for next year, and I'm going to work on this small steps. Great. Or you might say, oh my goodness, I want to do all of them. Which one should I pick? Just pick one. Doesn't matter. Just pick one something that really resonates internally, start somewhere. If we have too many choices, that's paralysis. So don't get into that. And maybe nothing is coming to you right in this moment, and that's okay. Just keep this question in the back of your mind in the next couple of weeks or next month, and slowly you might see something or hear something, and all of a sudden it might become clear to you. Or you might be able to talk with someone that you trust to kind of brainstorm on that. So Planning for next year doesn't have to be an extensive process. It can be just doing those three steps. What are your top three to five values? Step two, write down what do you want more of next year in the four areas, vocation and work, relationships, hobbies and things you love, and regenerating, meaning self-care and spending time with your soul, your true self, and God. And then pick one, one area, start somewhere, and then make a decision to do something small every day. So small that you cannot fail. And be kind and generous and gentle with yourself and keep working on it. And I wish you with that a wonderful, happy new year, 2022. And may you be blessed and encounter all the opportunities that will help you reach your intentions and move you towards the direction that you want in life.